The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. It's time for a different take on spirituality for the modern world. Welcome to Big Universe with Jim Lefter and Reverend Raymond Anderson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. I'm Jim Lefter, kind of a spiritual journeyman kind of guy, a media producer. I run a website on, of online courses called youthrivehere.com, and I am here with 90s icon Mixmaster Ray also known as Reverend Dr. Raymond Anderson, the Senior Minister for the Center for Spiritual Living in Greater Baltimore. How you doing, Mixmaster? I'm doing exceedingly well today, and you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. You know, <laughs> the reason I decided that, uh, you know, you were Mixmaster today, uh-huh. not only because of your spectacular background uh-huh. in doing just that, <laughs> But because we're doing a special toolbox episode of Big Universe. That we are. And basically what we're doing, we decided it'd be really cool to gather together all of our great contributors that are somewhat regular for us and also some new folks and create a whole new episode of tools that you can use in your life right now. So how cool is that? Extremely, since a lot of people say that that's what they want. How do I apply this teaching? How do I apply the philosophy? How do I apply stuff rather than just think about it? So yeah, this is a great episode. So thinking about it is really good. And I do a lot of thinking about it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. What would help me is to actually do more of the stuff that I read about and think about. So hopefully this will help you do that. For sure, most definitely. So Raymond, who will be contributing today? So today we have Spiritual Rebel Sarah Bowen, Unity Master Reverend Martha Creek, Funniest Thing Guru Ed Biagioti, our, our Abundance Expert Victoria Gallagher. And don't forget Zia Melissa from OhMyGodLife.com. And we welcome Psychic Rick Finbau. Plus a very special episode of Raymond's Corner. No, he's yes. actually on... Do you remember back in the back in the day when you know it was always a very special episode when something <laughs> serious and important was going on, on on different strokes or some sitcom or right, something? Right, I dream of genie or something. Yeah, <laughs> when Nancy Reagan was coming on and saying, "Just say no." Right, right, right. So we're we're going back to that that old school uh, idea of a very special episode. So, but we cannot start any episode without our dueling inspirations. 
Raymond, my inspiration, inspirational quote is better than yours. What do you think? Well, I can tell you that yours is probably shorter than mine. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work in everything, but that's cool now. <laughs> go for All it. All right. Go for it. You want me to go first? Okay. Go first. I'm going to do the, so this is, I'm not telling you yet. So, okay. The key to engineering your emergence is to bring all elements of your being, thought, feeling, words, and actions into congruence with your highest vision, your true nature. This means designing your goals, plans, and actions around what is true within you, the emerging impulse, not what appears possible or what the world says you should or shouldn't do, even if the actions seem impractical, illogical, unreasonable, or counterintuitive. Oh, very good. Interesting. And yes, quite long. <laughs> that's shorter than the other one. Oh, my. And that's uh, Derek Rydell from Emergence, Seven Steps for Radical Life Change. Ooh, I like that. Emergence. That's a great title. And so what's your inspiration for today? My inspirational quote is, what lies behind you and what lies in front of you pales in comparison to what lies inside of you. That's Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yep. Good old Ralphie. Yep. Good old Ralphie, yes. <laughs> he was also in A Christmas Story, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. No comment. <laughs> All right. So we've got some great tools for life. Are you ready, Raymond? Shall we dive in with our friends? Yes, let's dive in. I'm ready to uh, open the toolbox and build something. Ray the Builder. <laughs> Here we go. Here's our first toolbox segment with spiritual rebel, Sarah Bowen. Hello, Big Universe listeners. This is spirituality author, multi-faith educator, and animal chaplain, Sarah Bowen. Today I'm offering you a spiritual practice for meditating with animals. If you're listening to this podcast at home, consider sitting near any of your animal companions or stepping into nature. If not, no worries. I've got a little help today from a few critters, including my cats Bubba G and Deacon, who don't mind being shared by everyone. Seriously, they are some love-filled, non-discriminating felines. Today's practice is guided by a quote from Helen Wilmans, an early New Thought teacher, who wrote this in 1914. Quote, If there is but one life, then life is omnipresent. It fills all space. There is nothing outside of it. Indeed, there is no outside, for the law does permeate all visible forms, end quote. So let's reach out to those forms that walk on four legs, six legs, fly with wings, or slither on the ground. All are included. All is one life. Here's how it works. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Tune into the life force within you. Now, keep breathing deeply as you listen to the sounds of other life forces blending with yours.
Okay, take a deep breath and consider a short stretch. Now consider this thought. How can I be more aware today of the connection between me and the 8.7 million other species of non-human life on this planet? How can I ensure my compassionate choices do not end with those that walk upright on two legs? Thanks for practicing with me today. For more spiritual practices with animals and in nature, check out my book Spiritual Rebel at spiritual-rebel.com universe. And may the source be with you. Our abundance expert with a segment on abundance, we now welcome Victoria Gallagher. Hello, this is Victoria Gallagher. The following is a quick five-minute meditation to quickly raise your vibration and focus your energy toward manifesting a great day. Sit up in a chair or on the floor with your spine and neck completely straight and your hands uncrossed, resting gently in your lap. Close your eyes, slowly inhale to the count of four in through your nose and hold it and exhale even more slowly to the count of eight. Now while focusing on your breathing, at the same time, listen to and receive these beneficial suggestions. Let's set our intention to have a great day. Today I am aware of my thoughts. I choose my words in constructive ways. I choose to focus on what I love, on what I enjoy. I express my desires. I express my gratitude. I express my love. I am in the process of manifesting something amazing. I am manifesting a great day. A great day is what's in store for me. Breathe in and out. Today I am aware of my emotions. I allow whatever is there to be there. I allow myself to be present. I allow my positive emotions to guide me. Breathe in and out. Today, I use my imagination to visualize an amazing life, an amazing day. 
an amazing hour, an amazing moment. Imagine that wonderful moment. Breathe in that wonderful moment and out. Let it go. Release it to the universe. Today, I allow myself to believe something wonderful will happen and feel excited. Feel grateful. Be ready. A great day is in store. Today, I tune in and listen for guidance. My body knows which direction to go. I receive inspiration. I act on that inspiration. I choose to enjoy a great day. In this moment and this moment and this moment. I breathe. I feel. I am. Breathe in. Breathe out. I am manifesting a great day. I believe it's going to be the best day ever. I hold the vibration of a great day. And it's all unfolding now. Take in a slow, deep breath. Open your eyes. And say it with me out loud. It's going to be a great, great day. That's right. Say it again. It's going to be a great, great day. So be it. And so it is. I create it. Funniest thing guy, Ed Biagioti, jumps in with us for his toolbox segment here. Hello, everyone. It is Edward Biagioti, a.k.a. Crazy Eddie here. And I'm so happy to be able to chime in on the idea of a toolbox and using tools to help our lives become more joyful, um, more or greater expressions of who we really are. To have that feeling of satisfaction more of knowing that we are really in alignment with that deeper self that um, there was a time in my life where I really felt separated from so much so that there was elements of despair and you know just all kinds of ideas in my head that were sort of that I was buying into I would say that were were really uh, limiting and didn't feel good. And so I've taken time to pick up tools along the way that help me just smooth out my mind and uh, 
so that I can be more receptive to having a great experience. One of those tools is spending time meditating, spending time in the silence. That is, for me, I would say at least one of the top tools because every time my mind is conjuring up horrible stories that, you know, or stressful stories or limiting stories or stories that just um, lead to more conflict and it feels like there's no way out. The first thing for me to, that really helps for me is to realize that it's just a story that is coming from within me, that it's not some absolute truth. And in fact, if I really look toward the principles of absolute truth, we're never stuck. We're always moving. Life is always flowing. There's a generous spirit behind life that's always available. So taking time to just relax and breathe and just really divest or take away all the focus that that can just be poured into this negative thinking without taking time to get quiet. It's I haven't really found ways that are completely reliable and effective to unhook from those negative thoughts. So every day I start, I put a timer at this point for 17 minutes after I've done a little bit of inspired reading and I just breathe. For me, one of the tools lately that's helped along with the silence is to tell myself, I cast the burden of this doubt or this fear or whatever is bothering me. I cast the burden of this judgment I've been holding against so-and-so or that I believe they've been holding against me. I cast that burden onto the Christ within and I go free to relax, to prosper, to enjoy this wonderful, delightful day and receive all the good that is coming to me. And by casting that burden while spending time in the silence, I find that I really make a direct contact with who I am, with a greater sense of the presence of God or love or joy of wellness. And that is invaluable. It is so much more valuable than just talking about spiritual principles and practices. And the other thing that really helps is to forgive. And I really mean forgiving myself. I forgive myself for buying into the false belief that I'm not good enough. I forgive myself for judging so-and-so as judging me. I forgive myself for judging myself as not being smart enough or tall enough or whatever absurd judgments are. They may even seem to make sense rationally. But the moment I forgive myself for buying into them or I forgive someone else for buying into some limiting beliefs, I begin to feel a space inside me that continues to grow and more light comes in. And I realize that inspired ideas don't really come from me. They come through me. Just like waves don't come from the ocean, they come through the ocean. There's a storm, there's a wind way far away that blows the ocean and that that wave moves through the ocean and comes to me because I'm someone who loves surfing. And I think about that, just let the pressure off, take the pressure off myself and everyone else and realize that these inspired ideas don't come from me. These practices don't come from me. This way of living doesn't come from me. It comes through me. Taking time to spend that time and connect with in the silence is one tool I always use. Forgiving myself is another one. Once I forgive myself for whatever judgments and limiting beliefs I've been holding, I find I don't have anyone else to forgive. It's so I become loving instantly. So this is Ed Biagiotti, a.k.a. Crazy Eddie. Find me at, at Crazy Eddie Loves You on Instagram. Crazy Eddie, E-D-D-Y, at Instagram.
Now let's join Reverend Martha Creek with her own Unity Toolbox segment. Hi, it's Martha Creek, MarthaCreek.com. I'm looking today and inviting you to as well to look at becoming more spiritually mature. We talk quite a bit about spiritual maturity and I know that for me, you get some kind of egoic notion that I'm close to enlightenment. You know, the late Ram Dass used to write and say, the second you think you're getting some enlightenment, go spend a weekend with your family. And I say, no, you don't even have to spend a weekend with your family. Just call them on the phone. That'll pretty much point the way to just how much enlightenment we have. So I have a few key signs, though, of spiritual maturity. I'm going to share them here, a few of them. First, I realize that the behavior of others is not simple. I realize that the behavior of others is a great deal more complex than I want to believe. I begin to see that most things in life are not black and white and that I must grow myself up to begin to look at issues from multiple viewpoints. Secondly, I can admit quite remarkably that I do not have all the answers. I do not have all the answers. I don't have answers for other people. The wisdom I have is for me, not for others. If it benefits others, it's a bonus. So practicing the phrase, I don't know, I don't know, is something I use more often for spiritual maturity. I also see and know that even confident people around me are wearing masks also. I feel compassion for them. I know what it's like to wear a mask. And instead of judging them for wearing them, I'm busy stopping my own imposter syndromes. Next, I stop trying to be perfect at everything. I realize that I learn the most from mistakes and I begin to take pleasure in simply doing my best and know that we're in a laboratory here. We're in a learning environment. It's all about um, trial and error. I accept that. Next, I forgive myself. I forgive myself completely. Edwin Gaines, one of her practices is to write 70 times a day times seven days, 70 times seven. I completely, I, Martha, completely forgive myself. And I completely forgive my parents. And I no longer hold anybody, me or anybody else, to such high, unattainable, outrageous, impossible standards. So I stop blaming other people for what they've done, how they've treated me, and begin to take responsibility for my own life and for all my own responses. I realize that actions speak louder than words. It's not just a theory. So I know it's easy to say the right thing and it's much more difficult to actually take action and to do what I said I will do. So it's then this integrity that we speak of is for me, for me to stay in integrity with myself and get out of the business of minding somebody else's becoming. So mind my own becoming instead of minding somebody else's becoming. I become less idealistic. I prepare myself for what life actually brings. It's all of it, the whole alpha and omega. Not, not some dreamy uh, life that it's all going to go well, that there won't be hurricanes and traffic jams and fires and things like that. So I accept reality more on a reality basis. And then I become more equipped 
to meet life on its terms and to be a balanced person about it, accepting the full spectrum. I no longer berate myself when I have fear and anxiety. I stop seeing that as bad or problematic. I understand these emotions are signals alerting me to look at something. These emotions are alerting me to work here, that I'm believing something that is not true. Uh, also, another key point is to stop living my life based on dreams of having a different life. I see that the life I have is the life I have. I don't have somebody else's life. I'm never going to have that famous author's life. I'm never going to have the movie star's life. And there's no one here to enjoy and live the life I have when I keep looking in that direction. So I stop referring to other people's lives and get more clear and focused on the bounty, the beauty, and the potential and possibility of my own life. Maturing, growing myself up. Join me. Love to you all. MarthaCreek.com. We'll be right back on Unity Online Radio with Big Universe. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to a slightly off-kilter look at spirituality. This is Big Universe with Jim Lefter and Reverend Raymond Anderson. We're back on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. This is our special famous, or perhaps infamous, Toolbox episode. We're gathering together all of our regular contributors along with some additional wonderful friends to give you tools that you can use in your life today. Before we jump back in, Raymond, are you ready for an extra round of dueling inspirations? Yes, I believe that I am. If a man does not keep pace with his companions, perhaps it is because he hears a different drummer. Let him step to the music which he hears, however measured or far away. Henry David, Henry David Thoreau. Oh, cool. Oh, You're you going with the transcendentalism today, huh? I am. I'm going old school. <laughs> cool. Good stuff. Okay. So you ready for another paragraph? <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and this is, this is going to sound a little controversial. So God isn't going to heal you of anything. God doesn't heal because God is the allness of life. Healing is the experience of leaving the darkness and coming into the light, leaving the confusion of human consciousness and coming into the allness, which is always present. The allness of infinite life is present even within the illness. Eric Butterworth. Eric Butterworth. Practical metaphysics. Awesome. Very cool. And I want to thank our our friends at Brainy Quote for helping me out on mine because, <laughs> well, there's good stuff there and I, yes, I yes, appreciate yes. it. Doesn't matter if it comes from a fortune cookie, from Brainy Quote, or from, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all God, right? Amen. <laughs> all right. Well, here we jump into more toolbox segments. Now Z and Melissa join us from OhMyGodLife.com. Hello. Hello, my name is Melissa. And my name is Z. And we are here today to talk about one of our favorite tools. Yep. Yeah, we call it Shake It Off. 
which is, um, <laughs> you know, pretty simple, pretty descriptive. What it is, is whenever we find ourselves disturbed in any way, we shake it off, which means flailing our arms and legs about and we flail about we flail about and we make noise yeah actually let's step back from the mic and yeah. do it right now okay, okay you ready one two three <laughs> now you can do you it for a lot do it much longer yeah, you can do it for a lot longer than that but <laughs> get, to, get the idea so we shake it off in our relationship when one of us says something mm, perhaps less than spiritual to the other person. I mean, not that we really ever do that. No, never. <laughs> and everything's spiritual. But if that should happen, um, it's a great thing to do to move the energy. Yeah. It also is a great way to not say something mm, less than spiritual back. <laughs> and it's also a great way for the other person to be less defensive because yes. when you don't, don't say something less than spiritual back, then the other person, there's nowhere to go really mm -hmm. with it other than to go, oh, hmm, perhaps I did something that was, um, you know, less than spiritual. <laughs> and what I notice is when I say something and you do that instead of fighting back or, mm -hmm. or snipping back, mm -hmm. um, it's sort of like what I said hangs in the air and I hear it. It's very yes. kind of uncomfortable, but very good for yes. awareness. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. We do this also when we have left a situation, when mm -hmm. we just feel slimed by either mm -hmm just the vibe of the place, if you will, or a particular person or mm -hmm, persons mm -hmm. where we just feel kind of yeah. like, I got it. I got to get yeah. it off of me. You got to shake it off. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's very cool about this is, um, as you can imagine, it doesn't look typical. So it's hard to do yes, in public. Out in the open. We actually do this also <laughs> before we eat. It's a really yeah. great thing to release stress mm -hmm. from the body mm -hmm. so that you can be more mindfully present and really receive the food mm -hmm. and in a not stressed body. Right. And also both of us have had experiences with, you know, disordered eating. I was anorexic mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And so all this extra stuff has gotten, you know, layered onto food. Yeah. And so by clearing the energy like that, it's like... It's easier to do mindful eating. It's yes. just, I'm here. My, my, this is not about eating about this feeling. I'm here. Yeah. I'm present and mm -hmm. I'm eating for my body, nourishing yes. my body. Yes. Yeah. Not for the feelings, mm -hmm. which never mm -hmm. works anyway. Yeah. But anyway, so we use this after getting slimed mm -hmm. or feeling icky and before mm -hmm. eating. And one trick that I have learned through the years, because I've been doing this a very long time, mm -hmm. um, is that you can, if you're in public, and you don't really want to like, right? you know, mm -hmm. wiggle about at yeah. the table mm -hmm. and cause a scene yeah, uh, and have everybody wonder what the heck you're doing. You can sneak off, just go use the restroom. Mm -hmm. I have to go and go into the stall. Yeah. And what, this is a really good trick because you can do this at any point. But mm -hmm. yeah. if you don't want someone to hear you and you want to release the energy in that same way that we just did, mm -hmm. you can wiggle around yes. without making noise. We're doing it right now. Don't, don't <laughs> knock things, but we are wiggling. We're wiggling. And then you can put your hand over your mouth mm -hmm. and blow really hard. And when you do, it feels very much the same to the body like you're screaming. Oh, very you don't cool. have to make any noise. You just... And you can make a little... You could even... You know, mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Although then you're audible. Mm -hmm. So... You have to be aware who's in the bathroom. <laughs> I also find that if I'm at a party or something or a, you know, deep spiritual event and <laughs> someone says something to me that I maybe am having a reaction about, I can even just visualize myself shaking it off, right? Oh, yes. If in that True moment that. I can't do it, I can even, you know, make a very, like, minuscule mm -hmm. body movement 
and or just simply imagine myself doing that for the time being it mm -hmm. would it is good to then later go and actually move the energy because it's never too late to shake it off no yeah <laughs> um but that can be another way to do this it's amazing yes. because as we know right it all starts in the mind yep. and when we imagine something in our minds whether it's actually happening physically or not we experience it as if it is that's right and especially if you've built this into your practice yeah for a long time then you actually experience that yeah so yeah so that's our tool that's our tool shake it off and when you have agreement in a relationship that you do that it's really helpful yeah yeah for sure so to find out more about us and our work videos music classes and more yeah go to ohmygodlife.com all Yay. spelled out like that see you next time see you next time and a special segment from i oh it's me reverend raymond anderson so spiritual tools so one of the things that i find particularly interesting for me is that watching films television pop culture related things like the matrix harry potter the avenger films etc can be a spiritual practice they can be seen as spiritual tools in fact mitch horowitz in his book metaphysics and depression asked the question can film and television etc can it be seen as sacred scripture and his argument is yes because anything that encourages us, invites us into a deeper and deeper level of understanding or consciousness, clearly is doing the exact same thing as the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, the Bible, etc. So one of the spiritual tools that I use quite frequently is watching film and television from a metaphysical point of view. Now, what exactly does that mean? Many of you probably have already heard people who use the Wizard of Oz from a metaphysical point of view, but not a lot of people talk about the Mandalorian or Star Wars or Star Trek from a metaphysical point of view. So let me give you a quick example of something that I've recently been watching. So on Netflix, there's this film uh, series called The Messiah and I've been watching it. Now, while it's dealing with specific religious uh, iconography and ideology via Islam and Christianity and Judaism, the film overall or the series overall invites me to question the idea of what is faith, period. In fact, the character Al-Masi, who is the quote-unquote messiah in the TV series, he at one point is telling an agent of the CIA that everyone worships something. Some people worship money, some people worship their job, some people worship this, some people worship that. So the question is, well, what do I worship? You know, what, what is my belief system? And how far am I willing to go in connection to my belief system? You know, the, the question, what is faith? What does it mean to believe? What does it mean to follow? especially in our culture today where we have so many people who follow others on social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, et cetera. How many followers do you have? So the idea of, do I follow anyone? And does anyone follow me? 
And if so, why? Why do I follow others? Why do others follow me? And what is, what is the idea behind that? So as I ask these questions and dive deeper into such questions, such ideas, concepts, it gives me greater clarity on am I using the power of mind in the way that is most life-affirming and constructive for me? Am I simply doing you know, spiritual bypass or spiritual malpractice by not asking the more important or the more life-affirming or the more engaging questions? So spiritual practice or spiritual tools can be clearly meditation, mindfulness, uh, chanting, prayer, etc. Yes, but it can also be sitting down and reading a book, a Dan Brown book. It can be reading Harry Potter. It can be watching Harry Potter the film and asking, what does it mean to be someone who uses magic? Even Thorn Shovel Shin said, your word is your wand. So what does it mean that I am speaking spells, I am speaking magic into my life, into the life of others? Even the Bible says you have the power of life and death in your tongue. So these things invite me to ask questions, invite me to dive deeper, invite me to just a different level of consciousness as one of the spiritual tools and practices that I engage in. And it's entertaining. You know, there's the fun and the, the laughter and the action and adventure that also comes with watching film and television. So that's one of my favorite spiritual tools and spiritual practices. And if you ever have questions about it, feel free to get in touch with me and ask me. Or if you ever want to discuss Yoda or baby Yoda, just let me know. Live long and prosper. Joining us for the first time, Psychic Rick Finbow gives us a segment on intuition. Hi there, I'm Psychic Rick Finbow, and I'm here to talk to you about the magic of intuition. Intuition is our emotional guidance system. It helps us to make the right next move. One of the things that we have to make sure of is that we're in alignment before we ask our intuition or our inner guidance for help. And getting into alignment is easy. I'm going to give you a couple techniques that I use every day to get into alignment so I can listen to my intuition, so I can hear my intuition. One of the first things I do before I even get out of bed is write a mental gratitude list in my head. That's right. I lay in my bed before I hit the floor and I write a gratitude list of what I'm grateful for. And it can be as little as five or ten things. But there's always something to be grateful for, even if you're not feeling well. And that starts your day off in the momentum of being grateful. And the universe will give you more to be grateful for throughout the day. We all know what happens when you get out of bed and you stub your toe. The whole day goes to crap. And that's because you started a momentum of having a bad day. So we want to start our day off in gratitude, and that will help us get into alignment throughout the day. Also, 
I go outside in nature and walk as often as I can because that puts me into alignment. It makes me feel good and just the motion of walking puts you into balance, into alignment. There's another thing that I love to do. I usually do this in the middle of the day in between my psychic readings. If I have time, I come home and take a shower or a bath because water is very important to me. That puts me into alignment and I get to wash off others' emotions. I do like a technique in the shower of washing off other people's stuff because in my line of work, it would be very easy for me to take other people's stuff on and I don't wanna do that because if I did, I'd be 500 pounds. That's why a lot of psychics and intuitives and empaths are overweight because they're taking on others' stuff. I make sure that I don't do that. Other things that are just simple is if you like to listen to music, that can put you into balance, into alignment. If you like to meditate, that's a great way to get into alignment. And an easy, even easier thing is just petting your dog or petting any of your pets, your cat or your dog. Even if you have a bird, if you just spend time with that bird, that's going to put you into alignment. And then you can ask questions like, am I making the right next move? Am I, is this the right decision to make? And listen to your gut. Listen to how it feels. That's what intuition is about. Now, I can hear because I'm clairaudient, and I can see because I'm clairvoyant. And I can also feel, which is clear essence. The easiest way to find out if your intuition is telling you something is to listen to how it feels. That's what intuition is all about. It's your emotional guidance system. And you can always make sure that you're making the right move if you're in alignment to ask that question and listen Take that moment to listen to the answer of how it feels. It makes your life magical. That's why I can say I'm a magical life coach and I teach these people these techniques because my life is magical because I listen to my intuition as much as I can. And don't beat yourself up when you don't listen to your intuition and you say, I knew that I should have done this. All it's there for is to make sure you're making the right next move. So if you made a wrong move and you knew it, only thing you need to worry about is making the right next move. Don't beat yourself up over what you did before. Anyway, my name is Psychic Rick Finbo. F-I-N-B-O-W is my last name. And you can check me out at my website, psychicrick.com. P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. R-I-C-K dot com. Thank you for listening. You're in luck. Here's a second segment from Martha Creek. Hi, friends. It's Martha Creek, MarthaCreek.com to contact me. Looking at ways that we can apply our unity principles and to do so purposefully, intentionally, innovatively, innovatively, and resourcefully. And what's some things we can stop doing maybe and begin to do to keep us more in alignment with these principles. So think about today, maybe someplace in your life that you are pretending. 
pretending that you're fine, pretending you care, pretending you're interested, pretending something's okay with you that it's not. And see, anytime we do that, we're out of alignment with ourselves. We, we leave ourselves. It's like a, an epitome of spiritual abandonment. So we, we go out of our oneness with source. We, we leave ourselves, so to speak, through this pretending and this posturing, imposturing, actually. And what is it causing us? What would cause us, first of all, to even pretend? What persona is it? We're trying to get somebody to believe about us, or what personality are we trying to get intact? And then what would, what's the risk? What are we afraid we would lose if we stopped imposturing and pretending and simply presented ourselves as a whole human being, the full spectrum of humanity with our so-called wrinkles or, you know, boogers and everything in between, alpha and omega and everything in between. So then, what if we stopped being so afraid and that we lived a life from oneness, we lived a life as wholeness, from wholeness, knowing that wholeness actually includes everything, not just parts of us, and that we would not have to pretend to be one polarity of ourselves and to deny or disrespect or disown or suppress that other polarity of us. Think about that and think about then the consequences of continuing to seek outside of ourselves instead of going within to seek outside of ourselves, to rely on what people think about us, what we, uh, what they're worried about, what they'll think about us, but instead saying the thinking that is out there is the same thinking that I have. So the worst that anybody can think about me, I already think about me. The thoughts are the same. So then if I'm hurt by something they're thinking, that's an indicator that I'm deeply believing what they are thinking and that I have disowned that part of myself. So think about the potential and the possibility of stopping some of this madness, living a life from wholeness and oneness, and um, more aligned to our principles. Blessings. So, Raymond, you ready to put all those tools to work right now? Yes, I am. I, I've got a, I've got a house and some property that I'm ready to build in my consciousness. So, got the blueprint, got the tools. I'm ready for construction. Do you have a pool? Do you have a pool on back? I've got a pool and a jacuzzi and a sauna. Yes, I'm ready. I'm coming over. Yeah, 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 but I thought I was coming over your house for the weekend. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, maybe we'll do an old-fashioned uh, barn raising. Hey, that works for me. That works barn for me. raising of consciousness. Yes, it's about that time. Yes. For everyone who participated and joined in and contributed to this now famous toolbox episode, we offer our deepest gratitude and thanks to each contributor. Thank you to Sarah Bowen, Martha Creek, Ed Biagioti, Rick Finbaugh, and Victoria Gallagher. Thank you all. Hey, Raymond. Yes. I just wanted to say how fun and wonderful it's been to have you on as a co-host. I am honored and humbled. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here with you. It's great to have you. You do us a great service, sir, Mixed Master Ray. <laughs> That's what a DJ is supposed to do. <laughs> Keep the party going. <laughs>
All right, so everybody get out your pencils. Please listen to this episode over and over and over again. And, tell and share us how- it widely. <laughs> share it widely. We do have three listeners. We'd like four. <laughs> we do have three listeners. We'd like four. Thousand. Okay. <laughs> For more information on Raymond, go to RaymondAnderson.com. Join me, Jim Lefter, on my website for inspirational online courses at youthrivehere.com. And finally, we've been playing bits and segments of this artist's work for our show for some time now. And I want you to actually get the chance to hear her whole song. She's an amazing singer-songwriter named Faith Rivera. And her song, one of my favorites, is Let It Out. You can find more about her at faithrivera.com. Please enjoy. I have within me greater power than I have used, more life than I have lived, more strength than I've known. I have within me greater talent to express. More courage I can muster, more faith that I can show. Oh, I am ready. Turn it loose, turn it on. I'm gonna bring it on. Let it shine, let it soar. Be brighter than before. Dance and sing, do my thing. I'm gonna bring it on and on and on. Let it on.
Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.